Blog Talk Radio. Do you understand? Their proximity to whiteness. 
we've been warning you about this since 2012. Y'all got angry with us, and you know what? That's fine, too. We're okay with that, you know, because we marched on anyway. But we really need to talk about sex cults and the harm that they inflict. It's the same type of setup that the church has in regards to venerating the leader, and anyone who disagrees is disfellowshipped and tossed out like trash, you know, and people are leaving religion and they need a soft place to land. But that's not in somebody's bed. They have been manipulated and exploited enough. So, hey, Raina, what's up, honey? Uh, a lot. I mean, you know, this we're living, we're living in the, I feel like, in the beginning of, like, most of the dystopian movies, you know, the part that you don't see, like the, like the run-up, right. you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I feel like we're in the run-up okay. to, the, to the dystopian <laughs> movies that we watch, you know, like, we're just watching, you know, all of our rights, you know, being, you know, shipped away, um, yeah. you know, the fascist, you know, the the fascist rising, um, the the weird dis- uh, disinformation campaign. Um, I, I just right. saw an article the other day about Chinese billionaire um, Miles Go and his mm-hmm. and his connection to um, – to Steve Bannon, you know? Yeah. And, um, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And, you know, he, um, he put out a lot of <laughs> COVID misinformation. Um, oh, you yeah. know, and, it's about the money, honey. And, yeah. And there's, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot going on there. And of course, you know, you have, you know, states like Delaware, um, mm-hmm. getting ready to, you know, uh, allow businesses to vote, which is uh, wild, but, you know, it, it, it's, it makes sense in light of Citizens United, um, right. you know, and all of these sort of, you know, things that, uh, well, not just Republicans, but mainly Republicans, right, um, are trying to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Democrats are standing by like, oh, there's nothing we can do, wringing their hands, you know. And, you know, it's just, you know, we're just sliding further and further into the dystopian hellscape, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, you know, and I exactly. think it's interesting that, you know, um, you know, the, the part in, in some ways that the atheists community has played in a lot of this because, you know, they've had, they've been pretty big in like the, you know, sort of the right wing, the rise of sort of this right wing um, fervor, you know? Right. Um, Right. Everything from, you know, I mean, from the beginning, if you look at it, there's a through line, you know, and, um, right. And and the atheist secular community was right there. Um, Exactly. You know, and it's, and it's, and it's gotten worse. And then, uh, you know, the black secular community and black atheist community is not, you know, immune um, because right. we, as we were pointing out at the time, you know, there were, um, you know, uh, folks like Blacks and Dow and um, Jeremiah Kamara. Um, there was mm-hmm. another individual named Aunt who, uh, who is no longer, I, I don't think they, they do like, the black atheist stuff, but 
he's known as a black atheist, and for a while he was the real black atheist. You know what I mean <laughs> on the internet. Um, and he's a ho- he's a Um, not so much on the li- I don't know if he's so much on the libertarian stuff, but like Jeremiah Kamara was more was more friendly toward the libertarian stuff, more outright. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and some of the, and these were people who were sort of brought in by um, Mandisa, right? You know. Exactly. Um, and we talked about the bromance. Starting with blacks and vowels, you know. Right. And uh, then Jeremiah Kamara. So. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And we and, talked you know, about the bromance. And a lot between. of. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, okay. and we talked about the bromance between the tofu dashikis and the white nationalists. Go ahead. Yeah, because um, they have, you know, they, I mean, they have, you know, similar aims. And. Um, right. Of course, the um, you know, I mean, they're they're not necessarily the same, but they're they're very similar, just like the incels and the um, the nig cells, right? Um, there's there's some, you know, there's 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 some uh, similar goals in mind, right? And um, you know, there you know some of that overlaps with some of these groups in the secular community. And we know that going back all the way to Elevator Gate, you know, and um and even Gamergate, you know. Um so yeah, it's um it's really interesting um what's going on in the world. Um you know, seeing you know, just thinking about all of the things that we've seen um in the last decade in these communities. And um, and how you know this was um, how this was uh, you know supported by a lot of these folks right. in these communities, like Dave Silverman and you know others, you know American atheists and yep. secular. I will say that I did see that American Humanists did put out a statement about affirmative action, which I was kind of surprised about. I mean, because years ago, years ago, we would have had to, like, write something about how nobody said anything about affirmative action <laughs> for any of these organizations to put out a statement in condemnation. But American Humanist Association definitely put out a statement. I don't see one for American atheists. I don't see one for BN. I don't see one for black skeptics, but I mean, I, I mean, I don't suspect that BN or black skeptics would be in favor. At least I would hope not, <laughs> you know, but, <laughs> you know, politics, politics shift over time. I mean, you know, Clarence Thomas was once, you know, a, a black Panther supporting beret wearing black man. And now mm-hmm. he's responsible for, you know, disassembling the ladder that, you know, that allowed him to rise to his, you know, to his success. And now he's right. assembled that for everyone else except for probably white women. So, thing, you know, because, all right, you know, AHA wrote a little statement or what have you. But, you know, again, I have, I will have to read it. Because, again, at this point in time, I view all of them with a lot of suspicion 
Is it because some of the people over there that are just as dark brown as me but do not identify as black, they and their children and their relatives may be disenfranchised by Scotus's decision on affirmative action? I mean, I will have to read it to see, but at this point in time, I mean, when I, whenever I see. I was going to say, I mean, but, I mean, isn't that why we're sort of against it? Because we're affected. I mean, I don't know. I just, yeah, I, mean, I don't know I mean, why that was. I get it. Well, I mean, it's like this. With a lot I guess of I'm not organizations. Okay, so I guess the reason why I would view some of this with suspicion, especially from that organization, is in their last conference, they had people up there talking about social justice and a number of other things that had that organization basically disavowed many of the speakers. Yes, so yes, I'm yes, I, I remember that. Okay, okay, so I see where, I see where you're going. I'm confused. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I so see where I, you're going I don't know with that. Okay. That that now the yeah. now the now the reasoning makes sense. Gosh. Um. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's you know. No. 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 It's it's you have to. It's like you know you can't. It's like I get it, and it's like I I have I read all of them with a certain amount of suspicion, but right. I wasn't I wasn't quite understanding that particular line, but now I get it. But that's okay. That makes a lot of sense. But because, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, now, yeah, now I'm, I'm on board. Saying, we're, we're here now. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm sure some but, of the uh, other people listening are like, what the fuck, Kim? What will make you happy? Yeah. Nothing can fucking make you happy. That's not true. It's the yeah. motives behind it. No, no, no. I, 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 and about... I, and I get it. I... <laughs> Well, I can tell you, I I, can't, I don't know if they have a statement written anywhere else, but on Twitter, they wrote, we strongly condemn this illogical ruling. The far-right SCOTUS has gone rogue, and they must help be held accountable immediately. And that was in specific reference to affirmative action. Mm-hmm. Well, so they I mean, acknowledged like that it was illogical and, you know, and, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was a bad decision. So... Exactly, I, uh, so and I least, mean, if, if, so at if, least they understand. At least they, at least they condemned it. At least they, they called it out for being illogical. You know what I mean? So, I think that's right. good. But yeah. yeah, I mean that's a good thing. You know, I'm, a, I'm not going to take anything away from them. All I want is for them to be clear because you know, since we pulled back, and you know, I kind of stopped doing the show because. God only knows what was going on behind the scenes. You all have no idea what I've been going through. But um, what have they been doing? A lot of their membership base are these far-right, libertarian, crypto-loving, no socks, Birkenstock-wearing assholes mm-hmm. that don't wash their legs. Don't own no so washcloth. If you yeah, – what is that for? Yes, you know. But the thing is, <laughs> but the thing is, is that if they truly, and I'm not just talking about AHA, so let's not get that confused. I'm talking about American Atheists. I'm talking about CSI, Richard Dawkins Foundation, all of them. It starts with your fucking membership. The people who are sending you money. 
you are afraid to really speak out on a lot of this because a lot of these people support you and send you money, which is why I can't take you too serious. And years ago, the only reason why you would put statements out is because we would be up here going the fuck off about it. Right. And now that we've just yeah. taken a step back just to see what would happen, because you had so many people out there screaming that they could do this, they can do what we could do better. They were better than us. So we let go. And guess what happened, Raina? Nothing. Not a damn thing. But you're better than us. Mm-hmm. You just wanted it to go away because especially some of you black and brown people, you didn't like having those uncomfortable conversations with these white people. You just wanted to collect a check and pass the go. You know, and, huh, you know, the whole thing, like I said, um, it speaks volumes. It speaks absolute volumes. And um, some of the people that have been complicit in a lot of this, I'm just, like, really disappointed, absolutely disappointed. And it just needs to be called out. I mean, you know, affirmative action, when, when it was first created in, you know, again, the New Deal, affirmative action was for white people particularly soldiers and working class white people to build up a middle class. And so what happened is, you know, time went on, and then they started building up a black middle class. That's why sometimes you'll hear us talking about, you know, traitors to the black community and certain people in leadership because they're just trying to secure their bag as well. So it's not just the secular community we're talking about, you know, it's a more nuanced conversation with a much broader scope, you know, but that's not what we came here to talk about today. But, you know, I want to give a shout out to Diallo Kenyatta. So his last two shows, in my opinion, were excellent. And, you know, he was talking about a number of different things, but, you know, he specifically talked about sex cults and the harm that they inflict. And, you know, we've talked about this, and we talked about the predation in the secular community, especially with, you know, these sex predators out here, you know, and and it was interesting because when we were calling out the white male sexual predators, you had Dr. Hutchinson, you know, of Sakivu, because she doesn't deserve that much respect from me. Um, you had Sakivu out here writing blogs about it. That's wrong. How is the atheist community going to respond to this? Which was fine. It needed to be said. You had a lot of the white atheist feminists out here doing the same thing. It needed to be exposed, regardless of who was doing it. 
But when we talked about Mandisa's proclivity and and the harm that she was inflicting and the impact that this would have on the secular community as a whole, you know, these are the same people that engaged us in conversation in private, laughing, pointing shit out, but then came to shove, they supported her, knowing fully well what she was doing. And that's not just the key one, Donald. It was a lot of the white people as well. And it's a couple of other people that I could name, but Raina does not want me to do that, so I'm going to let that go. But you supported her, knowing good and well what she was doing. And that is the reason why when the people that left her charge, if you will, when they put those statements out, I posted those for a reason. And it's not that we were vindicated because we weren't looking for any type of vindication, but it was like, we only told you a little bit. This explains a little bit more, but there's still a lot that you all don't know. There's still a lot that we don't know. Because I haven't told Raina and Jen everything that I know. And I know Bria ain't spilled all the tea. And Sakibu ain't told it. At least Bria took a stand, maybe for the wrong reason, but she took a stand. Where's Dr. Hutchinson? Excuse me, Sakibu. Where's Donald Wright? Frank, where you at? Sincere, thankful, grateful, whatever you're calling yourself today, where you at? Alex? How this work? What she did was wrong. And when you go and you read this affiliate response, it gives me the same vibes as Touch Not Mind Anointed, what they do with these preachers. Mm -hmm. And Raina and I, we've talked about this. Yeah? Yeah. Several times. Yeah. Right. And so I'm going to go on over to this statement so I can read some of this shit. So the people that wrote this statement, Kelly King, Chapter Director of BN of Detroit. Tina Marshall, Chapter Director of BN Charlotte. Um, Cynthia McDonald, Chapter Director of BN Chicago. Sharon Pageant, Collaborator and Affiliate. Deanna Williams, BN Board, Board Member, right? And so, again, you know how we talk about how the police going to, you know, um, investigate the police. So how is BN and Mandy going to investigate themselves? Right? So they, yeah, yeah. And child, I, I think I wanted you know, Rana. I'm going to give you a chance to to get your words in because I'm getting ready to take down that executive summary, and I'm also going to take down their little. You know their their beginning. You know their introduction here. But go ahead. Oh, I'm I'm here for it. 
Um, <laughs> so I I was reading this, and I think the thing that jumped out to me is um, that even if one were to believe, you know, this uh, this defense of Mandisa, if one were to believe this wholeheartedly, it would still point to a la a a um a a problem with her leadership. I don't think that anyone mm-hmm. who reads this and 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 reads through it completely would would say that this is a person who should necessarily remain in leadership. Is it the is it the worst situation I have ever read or heard of of a leader of an organization? Maybe not. But it it does not inspire confidence, or would not inspire confidence in me were I to be a member of this this organization. And at a minimum, I would think it would be wise to to at the end of this come to the conclusion that some sort of um, of probation period or um, some sort of um, uh, what do you call it? Some sort of a, a what's the word, Kim? Um, um, like sort a of performance improvement plan? Yeah, a performance improvement action. plan. Some, yeah, some sort yeah. of kind of corrective action um, sort of plan would need to be put in place and, and possibly, um, you know, some sort of hiatus, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, for this person, uh, you know, to be, you know, a, a hiatus on the person acting as president, you know, CEO, whatever the role is. Um, so that that's pretty much the conclusion that I came to reading this. Um, and I think that's a pretty generous reading, <laughs> you know what I mean, um, considering the the subject matters that we're dealing with. I mean, even if even if you remove the um the allegations of sexual misconduct um and what have you um you're still left with the fact that there has been um a lack of financial responsibility mm-hmm. um you know in 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 that they they simply acknowledge that they've never put out any statements and they just leave it in there they just leave it at that you know what I mean? There's no, there's no excuse. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no reason given, and and that's unacceptable. Your organization is a 501c, uh, which is a 501c organization, which whether you're three, four, five, whatever, you are responsible for putting out financial statements. Period. You know what I mean? Um, you know, people can say what they want to say about about black free thinkers or POCBS. There is a reason that we never put out any financial statements because we were not collecting any money. Right. Dime, we never received a dime in compensation for any of the conferences that we put out. That was not our goal. Our goal was to was to have conversations. Our goal was to was to put people in rooms together that would have an effect on social change. 
You know what I mean? That was our goal. Right. If if money if if someone wanted to donate to us, uh, you know, most of the time they would contact Kim, and Kim would tell them to write the check to BLM or, um, you know, to some local organization, um, or right. what have you. But none of us. But I never received any money. Kim never received any money. Jen never received any money directly. Um, I can't speak for Donald or Sakibu. I don't know. I don't know what they had going on. But but as far as I know, between me, Jen, and and Kim, none of us ever were compensated for our work, and weren't looking to be compensated for our work. Um, we and were when they tried, we made them give it away. Right. So this was this was something um, that we were. You know that we, we were we were considering becoming an organization at some point, but that was, but at the time that we were doing this work, that was not really the main goal, the main focus. Um, so and even and even when it was, the main thing was trying to figure out how to fund ourselves without being beholden to any right. any other organization or any individual, right? Because mm-hmm. um, we weren't going to allow ourselves to be controlled in that way, and that was then, and that was another point of contention between the three of us and the remaining members of the board, Donald and Dr. Hutchins. Um. So yeah, so like this is the. So I just wanted to emphasize that because um, if. If if any of that had been true about about our dealings in this community, if 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 we were in a situation where we were taking in money as a five hundred one c three and not putting out states, I don't think I could have been a member very long. I, right. I would not have stayed. Um, that's you know that's it's it's irresponsible. It um, it just shows like I don't know it's there's just something about it that just says like um, I don't really care about who I'm trying to serve or proving that I'm right. or proving that I'm serving them with any sort of integrity and that's not and that's not the kind of organization that I would want to be a part of um for years right. you know Mandisa um, was touting programs that we never saw any um any results from um there were no there were no pictures of you know books or supplies or backpacks there were no um pictures of teachers or classrooms that received these these things um you but know she did there send were some books this, to the prison she did send some books to the say? prisoners she did she did send some books to the prisoners i remember that we did see that. Okay. Okay. So, so, so that that materialized, but but many of the other things did not. You know. Right. Um, right. So, so one has to wonder, um, you know, what all what all was the collection uh, the collection of funds for? Where did that money go? You know. Um, and 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 you know it's only right to have questions. And unfortunately, you know, um, a lot of times when 
we brought up these questions, um, we were um, shot down. A lot of people were like, you know, how dare you ask or, you know, you're so jealous. You're a hater. You know, all those. I mean, we were called haters, all kinds of things. Simply for you're asking. You're taking it out of context, Kim. Yeah, you're. I mean, well, uh, there was one. There was one interesting argument that we had that said something about um, some some sort of entrepreneurial endeavor. I remember, <laughs> um, which which makes absolutely no sense in the context of this conversation. Because you're because 501c3s are not entrepreneurial organizations. They're not, you know, they're 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 nonprofit orgs. So you can't be an entrepreneur, um, or, or you can't be involved in entrepreneurial efforts as a 501c3. That's not how that works. Um, as a matter of fact, the Ayana in regards to Jeremiah. I wanted to put it in context, Mandisa and Ayana and their relationship to Jeremiah and what he was doing at the time with that movie. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, I, what I was going to point out is, is that's, part of what, uh, that's part of what happened with the uh, LDS church recently with the whistleblower, um, you know, blowing the whistle on the LDS church and them putting church money into um, into businesses they own, you know what I mean. So this is, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, this is just very inappropriate, you know, sort of behavior. And at a minimum, uh, one looking looking at all of this would would think that there needs to be some form of correction, some kind of plan in place um, moving forward to address these deficits in leadership. Right. So, no, you're absolutely, you know, um, correct on some of those things. The part where you and I differ is I don't believe that she should be back in leadership, period, and I feel that BN should be dissolved. No, I'm not not saying saying I – I'm be again. I'm being generous here. Okay, right. I'm I'm choosing right. to be generous here. I'm not saying that I necessarily want to see BN remain. I'm not necessarily saying that I want to see Bandista as part. I'm not really invested in BN one way or another. Right. I'm not really invested in this community as you and I have talked about. I I find it I mm-hmm. <laughs> I. <laughs> To the extent that I'm interested, it's, it, it all just it, it all just kind of makes me giggle a little bit because um, because of the things that I experienced almost a decade ago right. now, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, people um, you know people uh, uh, you know distancing themselves from me, um, you know people. Um, saying, well, why won't you work with Mandisa? We need to work together. And, you know, me pointing out that we had fundamentally different approaches to our activism and that they're not, they weren't compatible, you know? And, you know, try, and people trying to force me into, um, into being in lockstep with, 
you know, the people following her. And I, you know, I, it was very cult-like sort of the atmosphere. Right. And to kind of right. now see, you know, that, um, you know, some of the things coming out that, you know, that only justify my position and seeing people come back around to me saying, okay, I might have been wrong. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's, I mean, it's, it's I got to say, it's somewhat satisfying to see, you know? Um, right. Like I said, I don't really know Mandisa all that well. I just know, all I know is, is what I've seen. I've seen some nastiness on her part. Um, I've seen her treat some people in this community in really nasty um, ways around um, this sort of weird, um, (laughs) like this sort of weird, like standard of atheism. Like you can't like, you know, you can't be grieving in a particular way or or have someone, you know, pray for your, your spouse. You know what I mean? As a, as a way of providing comfort to you thing. I mean, it's just, it's very weird and cult and cult like and it, it it just puts a bad taste in my mouth, honestly. So it's just not for me. And we had been calling you know? that out from the beginning that it was a cult. Yeah, I mean it's you know, and there's other things. There's, like I said, there's other things there's right that that don't sit right with me. But you know, if, like I said, if I was just to look at the the financial side and the leadership issues, the um, the lack of meetings that were supposed to be taking place with the board, the um, what else? The um, the guidelines for you know behavior and and having people removed from the organization and all that kind of stuff, like just those sorts of things. That indicates a lack of leadership, right? You know what I mean? And so. And so if I'm just giving a generous, in, you know, uh, assessment, that's my generous assessment. There would need, at a minimum, to be some form of correction at the head. And she happens to be the head. You know? Right. Um, mm-hmm. that, I, mean, but, I mean, even with that correction, that doesn't mean that I'm going to start working with BN tomorrow. Absolutely not. You know, <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah. I would. I mean, but at a minimum, but at a minimum, at a minimum, being a generous person, right? I would want to see those sorts of efforts taken, right? Especially before mm-hmm. I change my mind about being in right. capacity. I mean, I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. I don't know. All right. I think that's well, more than fair. So. That's more than fair. That's more than fair. So let me give you my, my argument to that, right? Mm-hmm. Regarding BN and Mandisa, um, I'm going to hit your last point first. I feel that black nonbelievers should be involuntarily dissolved. And the main mm-hmm. reason why I feel like it should be stricken from the book as as they said with Moses, his name be stricken from the book. The reason for that is because so much has happened with that organization and with Mandisa, and if you go and you read their response 
There was absolutely no accountability being taken, no sense of remorse, no responsibility, nothing. BN, Black Nonbelievers Inc., has left an indelible mark and stench. Always be tied to the greater white atheist community. And these people were backing her, not only with funding, but giving her speaking engagements, believing all of that bullshit coming out of her mouth, you know, um, putting her on boards, letting her recommend other people to put on boards. And the people that she recommended were the ones that basically were genuflecting and kissing her ass. And, mm-hmm. you know, so not only do I feel that it should be dissolved, I feel that Mandisa herself, as well as that organization, owed the entire community an apology for the way that they conducted themselves. But we know that's not going to happen because the white people didn't no. do it. And she's going to say, so why should I? But, again, mm-hmm. you know, we are held to a different standard, right? And mm-hmm. and I get mm-hmm. it. It's never going to happen. And I'm okay with the fact that it's not going to happen. Mandy used to tell people all the time that Kim doesn't want her name in the same sentence with mine. She doesn't even want to be in the same paragraph. And she didn't understand why, because she all it did was hurt me. Baby, that didn't hurt me. It kept me clean. Right. Can't nobody tie me to you and your bullshit. I knew what I was talking about. I knew what I saw. And I know what you told me and what you let me see. Mm-hmm. You wanted to call it slander. I guess the truth is slander. That's what they say in the church, gossip. Ain't gossip. The truth is the truth is the truth, which is why, mm-hmm. you know, I call it Sakivu and Donald out. They know. And I wonder how much of, how much they engaged in some of the same activity, especially Sakivu. So, you know, I feel that the whole thing should be burned down and start over. Do I feel that Mandy should be in leadership position? No. And the reason why I say she should not be on anybody's board, she should not be allowed to start another 501C organization, is because in their response, non-response, not one time did she accept responsibility. And she was the main one out here saying how much she hated hypocrites and how much there should be accountability. But that was with everyone else, particularly with me. But see, what you all didn't know about the breakup of POC or people of color beyond faith is basically Donald and Sakibu were trying to force me to basically be their slave. They wanted me to be in the background doing all the work. They wanted me to work with people. I had no support. They wanted me to train people to do what I was doing while I was pouring all of my money and time into this, right, as well as I had my own group and my podcast and everything. But I was supposed to pay for everything. I was supposed to do all the work. That's the reason why I came down on Frank Anderson with that bullshit phone call they had with me. They couldn't even post the link. 
but you wanted me to start a blog. You wanted a greater web presence. I need help with that. What, I don't know if you all know this or not. I talk about it all the time, but just in case it slipped your memory, I'm disabled. I was having heart problems then. I was the hardest working disabled person I ever met. I outworked able-bodied people, but it still wasn't good enough. So if you hear some anger in my voice, yes, there's a lot of anger there. People getting angry because I wouldn't dance to the beat of their drum. I said it then, and I'll say it now. I'm still not sorry. And I'm never going to apologize for telling you guys the truth. It was not bad judgment. Bad judgment was the Kivu and Donald going along with the bullshit, knowing all along that Mandisa was a predator and irresponsible financially and otherwise. And again, what I say is the truth. Kill me, bitch. We're waiting for you. Just like we were waiting for that mob you tried to send to my house. They all would have gotten shot. This is what we were dealing with. So, no, we don't need someone in leadership tried that puts together a lynch mob to go after people that disagree with them, kicking people out of their organization because she didn't like their opinions, kicking people out of the organization because they refused to have sex with her anymore or wasn't interested in having sex with her from the very beginning, her of their crime because she she sponsored somebody and paid their way to one of her conferences and didn't want to have anything to do with her sexually, so she was mad because she paid their way. Now what you all need to do if you want to open up this investigation and broaden it, you need to talk to all the people she gave a so-called scholarship to. You need to talk to all the people she brought down for her conferences or she sponsored for other people's conferences. You need to talk to all those people and find out if it was a quid pro quo type of situation. When you get answers, come back and find my black ass, and then we can discuss that. I already know the answer. <clears throat> anyway, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's a lot. They, you know, it's for the life of me, they were out here perpetuating a false narrative knowing what she was doing, but again, it goes back into what the fuck were they doing. I can tell you several things Kiva was doing. But I don't think she wants me talking about that, and I'm going to leave that right there. So anyway, getting to this introduction. So again, I posted the link, but for those who need that URL, bnaffiliateresponse.blogspot.com, right? And so, you know, introduction, I think I really need to read this to you, but they, they contend that they were giving a fuller, more complete evidence-based version of events leading up to the cruise, the conflict on the cruise, and the post-cruise fallout. All right, so there were no links. There were no screenshots. There was nothing. 
So evidence based on their words. In the court of law, baby, that 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 would be thrown out. It would be dismissed. And with the situation with Mandisa, it starts before that crew. You can't just pick and choose and cherry pick like these Christians do. You get angry when they do it, but it's okay when you do it. Like I said, hypocrites. Mandisa hate hypocrites. So again, we are of the opinion, this is what they're saying. We are of the opinion that some people in the non-believing community have responded to these allegations in a way that demonstrates that at best, they did not fully think through these claims and evidence. What evidence? <laughs> these claims are true. I'm making claims and I stand, look, I cover every inch of ground that I stand on. I know she did it. I was there. If I wasn't physically present, it was on the phone and I heard it or she told me about it firsthand, step back with that bullshit right there. At worst, again, these are their words. At worst, they did not care to engage in the intellectual process required to overcome the salacious nature of former organizers' materials. Intellectual process. Mandisa <laughs> was against social justice. She was against, you know, she was against a lot of what we were talking about and say, I want you to ask her, how many books has she read since she was not being forced to read them in school? Intellectual process. Now, you know, I'm looking at this list of people that standing behind this. I ain't going to get started because why they wouldn't say I'm being elitist, but go open a motherfucking book. You tell people to read things other than the Bible, you need to read things other than what the hell Mandisa sending out in them damn president letters that she sends out. There's more to it than that. You're being disingenuous at best. And batshit crazy at worst. You are insulting our intelligence. And that's one of the things that make me fly off the damn handle real quick. So anyway, throughout this report, these are their words, throughout this report, the reader will find many questions designed to foster increased reflection on the matters at hand. Look, you need to understand that in order to put this particular situation with that damn boat into context, you need to know what she did from the very beginning when she formed Black Nonbelievers in January of 2011 up till now. So you need to know what happened before this because what happened before this created and cultivated the environment that allowed that to happen. Hey, Kim, you should, um, yeah, I don't know. Have you really ever, have you ever talked about how you were initially invited to be on the board and to write the bylaws, like, on this program? Because I don't think oh, yeah. a lot of people oh, know that about you. Like, I think, yeah, I don't think I'm- a lot of people know that, like, when you say that you were there from the beginning, like, like you don't mean, like, you were sort of, like, in the corner, you know, observing. Like, you, you yeah, had a no, front row seat. 
Exactly. Yeah, no, I wasn't in the cut with one eye open. I was in there. So, okay, thank you, Rena. Um, so, so we can make this, you know, so that you'll understand where I'm coming from. All right. So I, you know, was there when she incorporated BN. Um, and, and at one point in time, she became a co-host on this show. So this is to let you know how close we got, right? And, you know, sharing information about our lives. And when she decided that she wanted to be a nonprofit or I advised her on how to do a lot of this stuff. She had no clue. Not one clue. And so I was there when we had the meetings about trying to create the bylaws. I was there when she was trying to write the bylaws in such a way that she would have dominance over everybody on the board. And, and basically she said she is being. She's the one out there doing the work and doing everything. But I'll give you a couple of examples of what she wanted to put in the bylaws. She wanted to put in the bylaws that members of the board couldn't date each other. And that came about because she was interested in this one gentleman that was on the board, and he was was dating and talking to another woman on the board, and she was trying to break that up because she was the one, Mandisa was on the phone crying to me when he rejected her. So she wanted to break that up. I was there. She wanted to set the board up that all tiebreakers could only be broken by her, which means everything would have gone her way. And there are a number of other examples in there. And as I explained to her when she was first trying to set all of this up, I said, you need to understand that a lot of your activities that you engage in can get you sued. And not only will it make you liable, every member on the board liable, it will make every chapter director or founder and every member liable. So if someone were to sue black non-believers, the members would have to unask some money as well. And I explained that to her thoroughly. And, you know, and she had them as chapters for a long time. And then she changed them to affiliates, from my understanding, somebody corrected me on this, that later on down the line that she changed them to affiliates so that she wouldn't have to share the money with them, right? Even though a lot of the money that was being donated by these larger organizations and individuals, that money was donated so that she could grow her chapters that she redesignated as affiliates, right? But what I find interesting is now on this letter, it says, Kelly King, chapter director of Detroit. Tina Marshall, chapter director of Charlotte. Cynthia McDonald, chapter director of Chicago. Make up your goddamn mind. Are they chapters or affiliates? And and are you intentionally obfuscating what they are, so that you so that you can uh, escape accountability? Exactly. And you know, I'll say this. I said it in on some white woman's 
thread talking about this, and I said it on the show many times before, but I'll say it again. Bria, Denial, all them folks that walked away, the only way to make this stop is to get together and sue her. And now that she's designating them as chapters, sue them other folks too. And I'm not saying the members. I'm talking about the ones in leadership that in leadership that are trying to basically whitewash this entire situation. That is the only way this is going to stop. If it wasn't for the fact that you treated me so badly, I'd give you the first $10,000. No problem. Here's a check. But you can't be trusted either. The way you talked about me and treated me can do is give you some free unsolicited advice. So anyway, um, yeah, make up your mind, baby. Pick one and stick with it. And so, again, going back to this little letter that they threw together, you know, throughout this report they wrote, the reader will find many questions designed to foster increased reflection on the matters at hand. The fuck you mean reflection? This deserves a conversation. Wise Mandisa and her crew here to talk about this situation. Let's have some discourse. We don't want that, do we? Because we got too much dirt on her. And the thing is is that she did all this shit openly. Those of you that are out there acting surprised, come on now. You got to do better than that. And some of you did not know. And I understand that. And it took Raina explaining that to me for me to finally accept it. Some of you all didn't know. It's a lot of new people out there. You know, I got people out there that hate me and Raina does too. They hate us. They don't even know why they fucking hate us. Only because them folks told them to. Anyway, moving on with this here, this this should foster a discussion, a discourse. What you're scared of, it is their hope that with this new information, the reader will ignite their skepticism, yes, skepticism in you, and gain a new perspective. Yeah, this is a codependent relationship. That's the new perspective. You're pulling the same bullshit these church people do. You know, the former organizers' departure from the end. They departed from the end because, you know, it's just a big old hot mess. I wanted to say something different, but I'm trying. I'm trying my damnedest. You know, ain't no damn confusion. You know, what they're saying to you in that particular paragraph is, and I'm telling you, this is what they mean. Don't believe your lying ass. Don't believe your lying, don't, you know, don't listen to your lying ears. And just disregard what these other people are saying. They're just jealous. Jealous of what? 
these organizations giving Mandisa ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars, baby, that's their pocket change. Mm-hmm. If you take a look at Todd Stiefel's hand, his arm, his watch is a hundred thousand dollars. Bitch, please, come on. Mm-mm. You know, so I'm sitting here looking at it and um the second paragraph, you know, go and read that shit for yourself. And it was like it was not until seven weeks later that they detailed the specifics of their concerns in an only sky article published and, and by you know, one I'm of the. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Kim. Just before it's you okay, move on, honey. and that's another point okay. too, talking about, you know, thinking about who is donating, not only to the end, right. but to a lot of these atheist organizations, right? Because there's a lot of dark money floating around them. Exactly. And, um, there, and there's a lot of, um, you know, there's been a, a, a push in our, in a, uh, to the right, you know, in a lot of our institutions, right, um, including the Supreme Court and what have you, right? Um, these, uh, and there's another group out here right now called No Label. And um, I don't know if you've heard about them, but, you know, there's, there's some concern mm-hmm. about no labels, and uh, they're supposed to be nonpartisan, but there seems to Which be a lot bullshit. of dark money wrapped up in them, and they seem to have to support some shady causes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. one has to wonder. Um, I don't know so much about what Todd Stiefel's, um, you know, politics are, you know, uh, outside of, you know, what we've seen in the main, you know, in the mainstream. But, you know, sometimes um, these people like, um, what's that guy, Bankman Freed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he he basically admitted to giving money to both sides. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so, you know, so it, it, it may appear that they, um, that these, you know, benefactors, um, have good intentions or uh, intentions towards progressive causes or liberal, so-called liberal causes, right? Um, but they're also giving money to the other side, you know, funding, you know, right. funding um, the people who want to take away voting rights and abortion access and uh, who want to uh, roll back laws on child labor and union and all this other stuff. So you have to be very, you know, uh, careful, you know. And right. so it also makes me wonder if anyone in that organization besides Vandisa herself knows who these donors are and, and or right. makes any assessment of their intention. And whether or not, um, this influence has found its way into the sorts of things that the organization has supported over the years. Um, right. And, and, and um, something I wrote about on my blog comes to mind um, is uh, there was a, a very particular speech that was made by Jeremiah Kamara that had some very libertarian leanings. Very. Um, very libertarian leaning. Uh, and Todd, you know, talking about too. Yeah, so like it's 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 interesting. 
and then to know that, you know, particularly um, before our conference in 2014, that Mandisa was, um, you know, was using a lot of similar talking points to um, some of the uh, white males in the secular community around um, social justice issues and, you know, um, talking about accommodation and all of these other mm-hmm. sorts of things. It just makes one wonder um, if, if her speech or if her politics were at all influenced by this libertarian agenda. Right. But we got to remember that Mandisa was raised a tofu dashiki. She was raised. No, no, I, with, I get that, know. but I'm saying it, I'm, I'm, I get that, and I'm not saying that that could not be her, 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 uh, her starting place. I'm just saying no, that no, I'm even sure that the whether, whether understand that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm just, just saying sure whether or not you start with her mm-hmm. tofu dashiki, you know, ism, right? That right. There are there are people in this or in this community, whether it's Mandisa or someone else, who who mm-hmm. may be influenced, who are right. getting their talking points directly from some right. of these donors. And again, yep. that was one of the things that Kim and I were trying to escape was being beholden to individuals right. who might ask us to espouse politics or to use talking mm-hmm. points that were against our core values. Right. Exactly. And don't forget, Mandisa sent that letter, sent an email to someone telling them not to support um, people of color beyond faith and, and not support me. You know, we, it's an email. We saw the email. I got a copy of the email. Raina has a copy of the email. Jen does too. So she's Mandisa mm-hmm. has been in the background sending emails, sending text messages, having conversations with people, telling them not to support us and what we're doing. And personally, I find it, you know, like I said, yeah, I agree with Raina 100%. Mandisa and Jeremiah and all of them, they were using a lot of libertarian right-leaning rhetoric, and they're getting their money from those people as well, some of their money, right? And and basically, I told you guys before, you know, I'm. they needed Mandisa to shield them from the accusations of being racist and sexist mm-hmm. or misogynist and all of that. She was their favorite token, you know, and Absolutely. and she knew, she knew exactly what she was doing. It was all about securing the bag, making her money, and using that money to, you know, fly in her side pieces or pay for the hotel rooms. I mean, you all need to go back. It's some things that I really want to touch on, but the reason why I'm not going to touch it is because they're trying to revive BN, and it's going to be the same bullshit. She's just going to try to be slicker about it. So I'm not going to tell her exactly all the things that she did wrong so that she will try to correct it and be slicker. No, we're going to let her go on out here, and we just going to sharpen up the axe 
and we're going to take it down and take her down again. It's just going to happen. But she has not learned. But I find it, you know, comical that all of this happened after she gave a talk about social justice at an American atheist conference, how her whole world imploded after that. Don't you find that interesting, Raina? I mean, it is. It is rather interesting. But as I've told you her before, points were I think, mm-hmm. I mean, of course they were, because um, she doesn't believe anything that she was saying. But, um, exactly. <clears throat> but, um, again, and I told you, I told you then, and I'll tell you again now, I think in, in some ways we can count it a victory that, um, we pushed the community, you know, so hard that they had to change yeah, their won the war. talking point. Yeah. 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 We won the war. You know, they may have won some battles and that's fine, but we won the war because, Mandisa had to change a whole bunch of her talking points. If you go back and look in the archives, she was saying do not tag her on that social justice shit. She did not care about it then. She doesn't care about it now. And she's trying to, you know, reinvent herself, reinvent her image. Oh, I'm not in the community and I'm serving food to the homeless and I'm petting puppies. Like, you know, she's running for political office. Yeah, working mm-hmm. with the union, which they condemned us for doing, right? But they once did. They, saw they that, definitely did. Yeah, we were making inroads. So they came in, and, you know, and again, Mandisa didn't think all of this up by herself. Bria and Sakivu, but notably Sakivu, you know, encouraged that. And Sakivu is angry with me for a number of reasons, but don't forget I got them emails, them letters, and those cards, Sakivu. And um, so, you know, again, attention. Pay attention to what's happening. She's trying to reinvent her image. Mm-hmm. Don't fall for the okie doke. Mm-hmm. They were lying then, and they're lying now. And you better not put my name in the sentence with yours. That still holds true. Except this time, right. I may just drag you through court because I will sue you. All right. You too, Sativu. You didn't like that letter from Jessica, did you? Thing has been a whole hot mess. But anyway, let me get back to this bullshit. Like I said, Mandy was raised with them tofu dashikis. Um, you know, you got um. Jeremiah Camaro with his, you know, libertarian-leaning speech, but we cannot leave out Steve Hill and and him being buddy-buddy with these white libertarians and running for state um, legislative seats as well as federal legislative seats as a damn Satanist because that's the, that's the fuckery that's been playing out for the last few years. And when we saw that Mandisa did Lupercalia with the Satanists, now, you know what? That timed out. That was a surprise. That was a surprise to me. Not a surprise that she was affiliated with the Satanists because she don't get in where she fits in if she can get the money. But the fact that she celebrated that particular high day with them, you know, and, again, all of this shit – 
you know, don't come to me asking me to supply you with links, bitch. You got Google just like I do. We walk by sight, not by faith. You got to give me, you know, the evidence and the links. No, you got Google. Kiss my ass. Go talk to some other people. You know, so that's that. So anyway, anything you wanted to add before I go on? Uh, no, no, no. I think I think I've added what I intended to. Okay. So in this second paragraph, it talks about patterns and practices that facilitated their departure. And this statement is a response to those allegations and the so-called evidence presented with them. And, you know, um, I believe that there is a lot more evidence that those um, former affiliates have. And I believe that they're holding some of it back just in case this turns litigious, which would be smart on their end. You know, you don't play all your whole cards. Don't do that. And don't let them bully you into doing that because that's only going to hurt you because they will sit there and try to craft responses. But this is the thing. What they keep forgetting is that, you know, that a lot of people, especially when they leave religion and come to the atheist community, they want to claim this intellectual superiority. I have, Some of the dumbest people I ever met have called themselves atheists. And mm-hmm. you cannot outthink a prosecutor. You cannot outthink a judge. So you can try to be slick with your words all you want. All The only thing that's going to happen is you're going to be held in contempt and your, your loss is going to be held against you. Because you mm-hmm. were disingenuous and insulted the intelligence of that judge. So go on ahead and play pussy if you want to and watch how quickly they rule against you. So anyway, so, yeah, talking about we refrain from identifying most individuals involved. You ain't got to refrain. They put their names out there. They are not ashamed. Right. You know, and and they say we identify one person by name as she held a significant executive position in the BN organization, vice president, and is considered by many to be the impetus behind the fallout of the cruise. We chose to withhold screenshots of text conversations. But to, why? You say you're pre- presenting evidence. What the hell? Right. And the person you're talking about is Bria. Bria is complicit. Bria, Bria and Mandy were very codependent on each other. Bria encouraged a lot of Mandisa's behavior, and she behaved the same way. That is evident. Now, the fallout between Mandisa and Bria, that's a different story. Because the fallout, I don't know what the fallout, well, it has to be a combination of personal and professional, but it sounds more personal than professional. But I think it's a combination of both. Now, if you want to present some evidence, put that out there, you know, because what you're trying to do is claim that there are no clean hands in this situation. And that's Mm -hmm. why you're pointing at Bria. 
Let's call it for what it is. You know, and so they're including some written statements where they were avoiding attacking people, instead choosing to focus on facts and evidence before us. Before you, it should be before us. Where are you saying fact and evidence-based? Where the fuck is it? Now, I'm reading this directly from the website. I didn't copy and paste it, you know, and um, talking about Mandisa was not involved in the writing of this report. She was not given an advanced copy. Child, she didn't have to be given an advanced copy. I want to say something. Yeah, basically. You know, and then, you know, it's copied and pasted from other statements from other people like she did when she was trying to put together the bylaw, copying and pasting it from different bylaws from different organizations and didn't even bother to make all the damn, you know, and, 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 and the font size the same. It was just a copy and paste deal. That's the same thing this is now. She doesn't know what she's doing. So anyway, let's move on. You know, and if you got something to say, my telephone number is still the same. Still ends in one two two seven. Call me. Any of you. Don't call private. I don't pick those up. I got too many people calling me trying to tell me about my car warranty. So anyway, um the last <laughs> paragraph right here. <laughs> It says the I need to call. You know what? what? Never mind. I need to call them back. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. 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 So in this particular paragraph, it says the primary driving force behind this document is the commitment to critical thought and skepticism. If you were thinking critically. Let me let me go through the rest of it. It is our opinion that much of the material presented against Mandisa does not go examination. Despite this, many in the community have failed to apply basic tenets of humanist, atheist, secular, and free thought principles pertaining to the search for truth and intellectual honesty. As a result, we aim to provide a detailed rebuttal or detailed rebuttals to the complaints levied against Mandisa. If you were thinking critically, you never would have joined up with black non-believers. If you were a true skeptic, you would have walked away. When Mandisa attacked that woman for allowing, who came home and found her husband dead on the floor, and of course she called her relatives, his relatives, and, and they prayed over him. Mandisa attacked her for letting people pray over him, and then she used one of her imps named Jeremiah to go after the lady on a cruise, talking about they should not have allowed on the cruise people to she pray planned. over him. Right. I was saying, as a that cruise, the woman whose husband that. died planned. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The woman whose husband died planned the cruise. And Mandisa sent her imp named Jeremiah to make all of these statements and comments. Yo, you should have walked away then. I mean, there were several other examples before then. But that should have been the icing on the cake. This woman just lost her husband, traumatized. She walked in. And like I said, you know, it was wrong. 
when my mama died, we had her funeral in a church. I let them pray over her when, you know, in her bed at her home when she passed away. And I let them pray at the, at the funeral service, and I let them pray when we lowered her body in the ground. And I dare one of you, 773-294-1227, bitches, call me and say something about that. I wouldn't call if I were you. <laughs> I wouldn't call. Don't do it. I'm sorry. You know. Don't and, do it, y'all. Don't and, do it. And, yeah, you don't do it. I let them pray over my mom's funeral because it didn't have anything to do with religion or non-religion. This is what made people feel better. This is what allowed them to be able to move on after my mother's death. And they were able to. I'm the one who had a problem moving on. And I'm just getting to the point that I can. These are the ones that came and dragged me out of my bed, cleaned up my house, and made me get my shit together. Dealing with death and grief as a non-believer is different for me. And I know someone wrote a book about it. I ain't read it, so I'm not recommending it because I ain't read it yet. You know, this particular person was Team Mandy, so I don't have a lot of faith in what they wrote. And this is not a personal dig. I ain't read the book. But you have yet to stand up and say anything about everything that's happening. That speaks volumes to me. At one point, you said you were afraid of slander. Child, they're going to slander you regardless. Anyway, um, this next paragraph, the first paragraph of their executive summary, and I know I didn't mean to go through all of this, um, you know, and, um, and, yeah, I'm laughing where it says scorched earth. You know, the person that says scorch urge to me when I called out Mandy Evil, I wonder if she had a finger in this as well. Um, you know, but basically, I'm not about to read all this shit. Basically, they're saying that um, what Mandisa does in her personal time is her business. That's correct. What she well, does the other thing was her- they were also talking about mm-hmm the blurred professional and personal lines and they were saying that she thought that these people were her friends but the but this but that doesn't address the blurring <laughs> right the professional and the personal line <laughs> that doesn't address that at all because regardless exactly. of whether or not she thought that these people were friends you blurred those lines exactly 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 you know, and getting to the part where what she does in her personal time is her business. That's correct. Now, I would correct you and tell you what's wrong with that statement and what any person that thinks critically, anybody that's a lawyer or even a judge, 
what they would say to you. But the reason why I'm not going to say it and tell you is because I'm not trying to help you build your defense. So, yes, what she does in her personal time is her business, but fill in the blanket damn self because there's a problem there. And you don't see it because you're too close to the situation. And you're talking about in, in this particular narrative that they put out here that it should have been dealt with privately as a family. Isn't that what the church folks say? You should have come to yep, the pastor. Exactly what they say. You should have went to the assistant pastor. You could have talked to the youth That's pastor. exactly what Jehovah's Witnesses do when someone gets molested or something like yep. that. Mm-hmm. They, let the, they let the and church exactly. elders handle it. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you got the nerd to get mad at me when I say you all have turned atheism into a religion, a weird libertarian one, but it, it's a religion nonetheless. While, you, while mm-hmm. they use you to make inroads into the black community so that they can further destruct the little bit that we have. This is one of the reasons why, you know, I'm having a hard time just throwing out the black church because that shit is interwoven into the black community, and we have to go about it in a very detailed and precise way. But, again, I'm not trying to pull anybody out of the church because, again, people go to church for different reasons, Right. I'm not Mm -hmm. trying to convert anybody. I just want Mm -hmm. you to question everything that you hear, you know, and and make them present you evidence. And they can't. And they don't want you asking questions. Same thing with Mandisa, you know, people and all that. They don't want y'all asking questions. Just give them the money so they can spend the money on their little pet projects and their side pieces, flying them in and out and going on vacations, hanging out in Mexico and all that shit, right? hmm Anyway, it should have been handled internally as a family. There ain't no fucking family. That's what cults do. They make you believe that we're all in this together, that we're a family. Come on now. The same shit happens at your job. You're a part of a team. You're, you know, we think as a team, blah, 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 blah. How dare you try to stand out as an individual? But it's okay when the people that are in charge and their sycophants, which is, you know, usually in leadership position, you know, you know, ignore that. Don't believe what you see. Don't believe what you heard, even if you heard it firsthand. You know, church people would say, you've got to see the God in Passa or the God in this minister or the God in that singer or what have you. They're trying to convince you that Mandy should be held to a different standard. And how you all are falling for this, I don't know. I mean, right. And again, and and again, and it all makes it so much worse when you know that Mandy was warned about a lot of this well before, yep. well in advance of any of this happening. And I and and I know that Kim definitely warned her, but I'm sure there were others. I'm sure right. there were others. 
Exactly. Exactly. So, again, I want you guys to go out and read up the definition of a cult, you know, and what constitutes a cult, particularly sex cults. Because, you know, when I read this letter, it just basically states that she's not going to stop doing what she's doing. And I know that she's strong-willed, and she thinks she's right. And it doesn't help that these white people encouraged it and covered her and financed a lot of this shit and participated. So, you know, you've been told people got mad at me in 2015 when I told it. And I didn't give a damn then, and I don't give a fuck now. Be mad. What you can't say is that I was complicit. Can't say I was codependent. Can't say I enabled her. Bria enabled her, which is why I hold Bria just as culpable as Mandisa. But I hold Sakibu more culpable than Mandisa and um, Bria because Sakibu knows better. You don't get a Ph.D. by being a dumb bitch. No, you do not. I can attest to that. <laughs> I can attest to that. <laughs> it is an undertaking. <laughs> right. And if if I'm going to be honest with you, I have more respect for Bria than I do Mandisa and Sakibu, even though I sued her. Hmm. I have more respect for Mandy than I do Sakibu. And I hold Sakibu liable for a lot of this because she enabled it as well. She would write those blogs basically, you know, to a certain degree, bullying these white organizations into giving positions to, you know, some of the black atheists. She really wanted Mandisa to be the president of AA and possibly AHA. That's so they could get control of the money, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And the only reason why she wrote, well, the only reason why she distanced herself from Mandisa is because Raina Jen and I forced her to, to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. You had all that smoke for when these white men were, you know, being sexual predators, but nothing to say when Mandisa did it and then going to tweet out there restorative justice. Raina rightfully responded to you and said restorative justice how? You were complicit, and you were complicit a lot more than just knowing what Mandisa was doing, and you can't sit here and act like you didn't know what was going on because Mandy is honest about what and who the fuck she is. Y'all up there writing songs and shit together. So I know she divulged a lot of information to you, Sakivu. Ain't no way I'm going to let you and Donald walk away from this acting like you didn't know. You were complicit, both of you. And 
And you too, Ron McCullough. Mr. Trustee, with your readily available speech you're going to give about being affiliated with black non-believers and black atheists. Why you try to two-step around the fact that you led an atheist organization. Y'all think everybody's stupid but you. Yeah. Anyway, girl, let's round this up. You got any parting words? Uh, No, I mean, I think we said, you know, a lot. Um, You know, I I think I said pretty much everything I intended to say. Yeah. Right. I mean, y'all got to stop letting these folks get away with either murder. And making excuses for them and attacking people that disagree with them and attacking people who are putting the truth out here. Stop. Because trust and believe she ain't going to put her ass on the line to get beat like some of you are trying to. And again, if you if you are now calling yourself chapters again, I hope somebody fucking sues you. Anybody that's been hurt by Mandisa and 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 other people that were in leadership with being, you really should just sue them. That's the only way this is going to stop. You probably didn't know that you could sue them, but you can. Mm-hmm. So from what I was told, the affiliates couldn't be sued, you know, because they were affiliates and not chapters, and now you're calling yourselves chapters again. Either way it goes, sue everybody. Sort it out in court. Mm -hmm. That's when people can be dropped from the lawsuit. Yeah. Because this is going to happen again. She's going to do it again. So anyway, and if all I run, it'll be someone else. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All she did was make it. Because there are other sexual predators in the atheist community, black ones, and, you know, I had to smack one down. I had to smack one down. And there are others. saying that. It's a yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, all I'm going to say is that I encourage everyone to ask, you know, ask questions. And when you don't get answers, keep asking questions. You know what I mean? It's, I mean, this, right. you know, I think, I think, you know, I got, you know, I like him got very discouraged, you know, um, yeah. you know, after, after everything that happened. And, you know, I stopped asking questions. I, I lost a lot of interest. And, and frankly, I'm not, I'm not really interested so much in, um, in being in community with any of these people or these organizations, honestly. And I'm not sure that um, – I'm not sure what I want to do or what my role right. should be. You know? But, um, but, yeah, I mean, I do think – that um, people should ask questions and keep asking questions. Don't let people discourage you. You know, don't make let right. people make you feel like, you know, you're like a party pooper or something because you're asking questions. 
you know. Right. I mean, so much much of this community prides itself on asking questions, you know, of religion and, you know, that religious people can't answer and, you know, um, thinking, thinking broadly and thinking deeply, right? Um, that we should, we should be able to ask each other hard questions and it not be a problem and not be considered a threat, you know? Right. It should be, it should be right. where are your financial statements? Okay, give me a week. I'll post them to the website. You right. know what I mean? Exactly. Period. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it should be, it should be that transparent. Feels like church. If it sounds like church or it's like, don't they do this shit like this in the church? Question it. Question it. And then if you get kicked out, which is what Mandisa was doing to people, is because it is a cult. Mandisa knew exactly what she was doing. I advised her as well as other people advised her on how some of her dealings were shady. She was doing all that sex shit in BN until I really came down on her, and that's when she started BN After Dark. I gave her the name After Dark. I was there. If it feels like church, if it smells like church, if it, you know, if it sounds like it, or it kind of, like, something ain't quite right. And, and, you know, and here's the thing, and here's the thing, and here's the thing about that after dark shit. It's not that sex is bad. People engaging in sex is bad. But, you know, you cre- if you create a certain kind of environment, of environment that's sexually permissive, and this has been shown repeatedly. I don't know. Um, there's a documentary on Netflix right now about an organization um, – they were doing, I think they were, I forget what they were called, but it was like a, they were using yoga and like breast work and all that. Oh, kind yeah. Of <laughs> I, I saw stuff. that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, when you create, when you create, uh, you have to be very careful when you have, you have to be very intentional when you create communities right. around, um, around sex, right? And sexual freedom. Because, Sexual freedom cannot exist without boundaries, without rules, right? It, it can't really exist because what happens inevitably is some form of abuse, some form of uh, of um of um of authority being misused. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. You know, it, 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 you you and once you kind of open that, you, it, it, and once you kind of open that bottle, you can't you can't really steal it again. So you have to be intentional going into that. Um, you know, I'm not going to get into my history and what I know about various things, but I have a lot of I have a lot of friends who are involved in the BDSM community, um, and I have seen communities that I was made to think were safe spaces turn into very unsafe places because of this sort of, of because of this sort of environment of permissiveness. You know what I mean? And people not right. adhering 
to certain ethics and certain rules of conduct. Um, those things need to be put in place, even in in in, in environments, um, you know, where you're supposed to be espousing sexual freedom. And I know a lot of people coming out of church and church environments um, have experienced sexual repression and things like that. And so to come into an environment where sexuality is celebrated and, you know, it's not judged harshly and all of that. And I would, and you know what, I'll, I'm, I got a comment for that too because <laughs> because there's a lot of transphobia and homophobia in this community. And, yeah. and you know, and so it seems like there's only certain types of sexuality that are really celebrated, but we can get into that another time. Um, sexuality and identity and expression, I should say. But um, right. But yeah, I think I think that part uh, the part of the the same problem that you find with the financial issues and the leadership issues that I that I was highlighting in the beginning of the discussion are is the same is is the very same problem that you're having in terms of this issue these issues of sexual impropriety and misconduct. Um, it's just right. a it's just a lack of thoughtfulness and a lack of concern about things like safety and um and, and what have you that creates um the sort of environment that led to what happened on the vote, you know, um on CCON, right? At the C conference. So like you and honestly, and honestly, I don't think that you need to blend the, the I feel like people, people, let's just be real. People do, don't do multiple things well, typically. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You, that's why organizations that tend to have a very strong vision and a singular focus tend to have greater longevity, right? right? Because they have a singular mission. They have a singular focus. I think when right. you start to try to blend too many of these things together, you end up, um, you know, first of all, losing your mission. Um, and then second, exactly. you end up with this sort of environment that kind of leads to the sorts of things that you're seeing happen with being you know what I mean right um if you you know if you know you it, it, you know you're you're planning a sex party <laughs> or you're trying to figure out which stickers to put on doors to indicate that you're available and open sexually right at the same right. time that you should be having meetings um and things like that right if one thing is going to get prioritized over another Right, um, mm-hmm. and you know, and in the case of being, it seems like the you know the fun, the pleasurable things, the set got got prioritized over the um, the hardcore administrative um, mission based activity, um, and 
you know, I mean, that, that I think is, is probably the, I mean, that's the interpretation that I'm, I, or that, or that is the message that I get from the entire situation. I don't know. Tell me if I'm wrong. Cause that's, cause it seems like one side is one, the sort of social sexual um, thing was more, more so emphasized than the other. Right. And that's, and that's how we, how we got to where we are. Yeah, you know, um, like I said, she would tell people do not include her or tag her in social justice shit. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. She is a self-serving heathen opportunist. That is her mission, period. Ain't got shit to do with the rest of you other than your adoration. She likes the attention. But I don't think she likes the attention and it was she's like been that from the almost the last year. Yeah. And the crazy part, Kim, is that was like that from the beginning. And what's so wild, and, and this, it's so funny to me because when I think of back over it, like, <laughs> like, in the beginning of the end, there were calendars. She was right. taking provocative photos. Not very good ones, by the way. But <laughs> she needed some lotion. She needed some lotion, and, and those shoes were too big. But go ahead. Oh my god! Oh, it was terrible. But at the same time, <laughs> the, uh, they were—they weren't very—they weren't flattering. And she's—and she's not an ugly person. At all. The, the, they right. were not—they were not flattering. They were not the most flattering pictures, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, like you know, there were all of this was taking place in the beginning, and then there was. Um, a sort of shifting that happened, uh, an image change, you know what I mean? And then they were kind of trying to represent themselves as being, like, family-friendly, while at the same time they had this, like, like crazy sexual stuff happening in the background. Is is that that a a correct assessment? Well, remember, she got angry when someone was pointing out the pedophiles, and she was allowing people in that practiced bestiality and got mad when that was pointed out, too. I mean, like I said, it's, right, it's right. just wild. It's just no, wild. Remember, and again, remember no when they told her about the pedophiles? No huh? Right. No, I said, but remember when she, was, when she got angry when, when some of her group members BN members pointed out that one specific member was a pedophile, and they had been bringing their children around, and this pedophile and Mandisa got angry because they brought that shit to her about that person. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's so much. It's so, so, so much. But, yeah, like I said, and, it's again, it's not about not, you know, like being the like being sexual is being is wrong somehow or any of that. It's just you have to like it, it's like you have to be cognizant of how the of how you how you operate in those worlds. And and the more those worlds get blended, the more opportunity there is for for this sort of stuff to pop up. You know? For right. sexual misconduct and right. impropriety to pop up, which is the same thing that you've seen in the in the in the mainstream atheist community, 
you know, the Richard right. Carriers, the, um, the you know, even Dave, Dave Silverman, Silverman, I think, has, yeah, you know, uh, you know, you've seen these sorts of things pop up over there, right? You know, the it's, it's not the conference, it's the meeting after the conference. You know what I right. mean? I mean, I've seen this in academia. It's not the, it's not the, it's not the conference. It's not the, the journal club. It's the come and have a party on my boat, you know? Right. It's the, right. you know, it's the come to my home, you know? It's, right. it's when things, it's like when things start to get blended in 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 inappropriate ways, you know? Exactly. Um, and so I think, I think probably moving forward, you know, people need to be cognizant of that when they're looking for leadership and, or they're evaluating leaders, you know? Right. Um, right. You know, and, um, and, and I think that's the, the main lesson that I get from all of this. Um, like I said, I was giving very generous interpretation of what, like if I were reading this and I had no knowledge of anything pertaining to being, um, you know, firsthand, secondhand knowledge that I've gained over the last decade, right? If I had none of that, how would I see this? And at a minimum, I would say that she's not fit for leadership. Right, right. And for those that are questioning what I'm saying about the bestiality, all you have to do is ask Diane Burke Holder for it. She exposed it a while ago. There's a Google Drive with screenshots of all of that shit. So we're not just making this shit up, and the screenshots are of a conversation with Mandisa. Let's clarify that. So we're not making shit up which is why I invite them to sue me. I ain't told at all. Mm-hmm. So that's that. So anyway, girl, we're down to our last eight minutes. You know, we've been giving our closing words, you know, being black people. Take 30 minutes to, <laughs> oh, to say goodbye. You know, but I definitely want to talk about um, some more things. And I know I've been saying I'm bringing the show back, but, you know, like, you know, Raina told you guys, I got discouraged at one point. And it didn't help with medical issues and then the death of my mom and my mom and two of my aunts, they all died within within the first 35 days of 2019. And we've had... So many more deaths and near deaths since then. The latest one was a death on Christmas Day. So, I mean, you know, I'm trying to pull it together and all of that, but, you know, it's been difficult. But, you know, another reason why we've been sitting back and watching because it's like when we were doing the shows, everybody's blog was up and running and, you know, taking our material and not wanting to give us credit. And and it's interesting because they liked what I had to say. They just didn't like me. And many of them did not like me because, you know, it could be things that were said by Mandy and Bria, other things I was calling racism out, even with the white atheist feminists, some of that bullshit that they were on over there. You know, so, I mean, the thing is, is that I'm not here to make friends, if you will. I'm here to talk about, you know, the issues, what's happening, 
at the intersection of A and B or X and Y or however that goes. You know, I'm not here to tell you all the truth about these things. And, um, again, even with me, trust but verify. I tell people don't just go by the words that I'm speaking. Go out there and verify this. I'm okay with that. And I mean, and the question, and, and, and just, and one more thing I want to say, because a lot of people think that we've only picked on Mandy. We have not only picked on Mandy. We've gone after a lot of people. <laughs> right. Program. And we've made comments, over and, the years. to make sure it's clear, we've made comments about Ayana as well. Well, why don't they go after Ayana? Oh, not, I know not, why. Not just, not just her, but even um, right. Jamila Bay. Jamila, I mean, yeah, yeah, Jamila Bay. Yeah, I mean, you know, Jeremiah Tamara. We 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 went heavy on Ellen Blackson Dow, you know, in right. the beginning. Um, right. You know, it's. It, I mean, we've gone after a lot of folks. So, right. and you know, we've gone, gone after, after Dave Silverman. We've gone after Dusty. Huh? Yeah. I said, and I and I went after. Um, um, Donald and Sakivu, you know, specifically Sakivu. So let's not act blank as far as putting the truth out there. Mm-hmm. And remember, we, I mean, basically, I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not saying that I single handedly took Jamila out, but a lot of people weren't asking the right questions about that Jamila situation. And they were really going to let Jamila slide on saying that she was uh, (laughs) on saying that she was a conservative after years, years of reading and watching her content, where she basically had been a liberal progressive. Right. Right. You know, and collecting money or trying to collect money for all of these programs that she wanted to put in place, Um, namely, you know, things to help women and to write a book and all of that stuff. You know, we have yet to see that materialize. And we still haven't seen a recidivism program, a a science program, seen man-backpack packs, We've seen no right. no uh, school supplies given out. We've seen no books delivered, except to maybe the prison, because Kim told me about that one. Um, right. But yeah, other than that, nothing. So I mean, like I said, ask the right questions. Keep asking questions. Don't let people um, don't let people discourage you. I think that's the one thing I think I've learned. You know, it's um, if it don't smell right, it don't smell right. Period. Right. Exactly. And so on that note, we are black free thinkers. We are here to challenge you to think and live for yourself. Question everything. Trust but verify. And I'm here to tell you, you're a lot of things, but you're not stupid. Don't let them do that to you. Don't let them do that to you. You deserve better than that. You are better than that. Question it. 
So, all right, loves. Well, again, you know, um, we've been sitting here watching the community. They really ain't did too much of shit in years. So I think we're getting ready to come back and start breaking balls. Like I told them, I'm like, yeah, we're coming for you. And a lot of this shit is just, some of it is just comical how silent they became. But, you know, I firmly believe that um, there were a couple of people that to see me go away because, you know, we were really pushing the envelope and forcing people to be accountable for the shit that they're doing. Now, all the people who thought that they could do this better, where the fuck are they? What have they done? Mm -hmm. Nothing. So here we go. All right, honey. Well, bye, y'all. Talk to y'all soon. Another show is going to be coming up soon. We're going to be talking about what the hell is happening around here and why ain't nobody saying nothing about it. So on that note, talk to you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay.